Welcome to the Color Auntie Podcast. My name is Grace, joined by my co-host, Kozan. And we are so glad that you're here with us. We're just your northern girls trying to live our best life. We're here to help you through those dreadful morning commutes, or if you're just wanting to hear Quay out of things you may be experiencing, because both Quay and I have been there. We don't really know what we're doing in life, but we're hoping to figure it out with you along the way. <laughs> yeah. So listen, your podcast aunties love ya. Welcome back, everybody, to the Call Her Auntie podcast. Um, I don't think anybody's new here, but if, <laughs> if you are, I'm Quay, and my co-host is Grace. And we're just trying to go through life and figure it out and tell you about our stories along the way. Mm-hmm. So um, we wanted to say thanks for everyone that listened. Our last episode had over 90 listens. And we don't know who you all are because we don't know 90 people, but <laughs> thanks it's for listening. So, it's like, it's so motivating to like see the number of listens because we're like, okay, we, we hear of like a few because they tell us they've listened, but to know that there's, it seems like regular listeners, it's um, really awesome to, to know you're kind of on the journey with us and what we're talking about seems to be really relatable. And I think we knew that because we're like, we want to relate to someone. Um, and like, we thought like, you know, there's, there's people that could relate to us. So that's, that's what, that's why we're here. Um, but yeah, so we always start with like a little quick update because we're still, um, um, people should still be promoting social distancing. So we, I haven't seen, Quay and I haven't seen each other a whole lot over the last couple months or mm-hmm. since it's really been six months, I think. <laughs> but yeah, we haven't really seen a lot. So um, each other a lot. So really, we're catching up um, on each other's lives during this podcast. So Quay, what have you been doing? <laughs> we're catching up on each other and you get to listen in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? So my quick life update is, remember like a couple episodes ago, I said I was like not eating red meat. Well, every now and then I like have like a pepperoni on my pizza or something, or like I'll have a charcuterie board. And I, you know who called me out? It was Bridget. She's like, I just listened to your podcast and you said you're not eating red meat. And that's, or she's, I can't remember. She didn't say that's bullshit, but she's like, I made you a vegan chili and you had some of the meat chili. (laughs) (laughs) so um I'm trying I'm still trying not to eat a lot of red meat but like it's really hard when I go home because especially going and staying at my dad's because he's very like um meat and potatoes oriented and it's like usually like steak or pork chops I'm like that's fine but But why are you cutting red meat out um no special reason only that I just don't like the idea of mass manufactured pork and cow although I don't mind the mass manufacturing of chicken and turkey (laughs) but um yeah that's that's where I am with that um but lately so as you guys know I've been doing my fitness thing and um I'm so as everybody knows I'm 5'10 (laughs) and (laughs) My my calorie intake per day is usually around 2,000, but for this fitness, I have to drop down to 1,600, and um, that's that was 
a number I found with my personal trainer based on my height, my weight, and my muscle mass and all that, um, and my goals. Yeah. So I, I've been trying to do that, and it's been pretty hard. So that's my, my life update is, like, eating the right amount of protein to get to 1,600 is, like, really, really hard. Yeah. What about you? Um, yeah. Well, I'm excited to ask you more questions about that whole fitness thing um, later on because I'm really inspired by you. And if, like, past listeners, they know my um, kind of struggle with weight after having a baby um, and all that. So we'll get into that. And I got questions for you because you're so motivating. And I'm like, how do you do it? But uh, my update um, since the last time, we spoke on our podcast um my sister came up last week and her whole family lisa and um she's like never driven in the city so i actually had to go pick her up not pick them up but like drive to them to we went to i was like hey we'll meet like right before you get in toronto at canada's wonderland so meet me there and then they like followed me back because she's not used to like the highways and um, even like her partner who's like in the pasture seat. It's like, th- like they're both not used to it. So it'd be like, okay, um, I-, I think you turned here. And then it's like, you know what, just follow me and stay close. So that's what I did. And we had like a jam packed week of um, like we went to the aquarium and we went to Niagara Falls one day. And even my husband at one point was like, oh man you know like we're we're like spending a lot like especially at Niagara Falls we did like that pass and then we did the go-karts which was so fun and I was like you know what I was like I don't even care I was like because we're not spending a whole lot like we we're saving where we can but I was like every time I come to the falls because Nico's an only child I think of my sister and her boys and I'm like oh my god they're gonna love it when they come here and we'll buy that pass and like everything and um so that's exactly what we did like we we had a lot of fun and on the days we weren't doing big things we were kind of just chilling and going to the park and and all things like that so I've had a really good week and um I'm sad to think that they're leaving in a couple days but um my like big life update too is that I'm starting school this week as well so it's like I love to be busy so just like bring it on like one after the other (laughs) I already have a busy life and I just keep piling things on it so I enjoy that so you're like COVID pandemic bring it on (laughs) (laughs) exactly so I mean I'm just I'm ready and I'm excited for the week. And Nico is starting school. Um, yeah, uh, it's weird. They have a staggered start. So he's starting Friday, but he's not really starting full-time till next Tuesday. So we'll, uh, yeah, I'll give you guys updates on how that goes. So, um, yeah. So, uh, Quay, talk to me about this fundraiser that I saw that you you joined. I don't even know. You didn't, okay. So I'm you, you didn't give me the details. I'll tell everyone the deets right now. So Sick Kids Get Loud is a fundraiser for Sick Kids Hospital. Um, Through the month of September, you have to get active and like track all your mileage and stuff. Um, So I'm fundraising for Sick Kids. A lot of my girlfriends have used the facilities and a lot of my friends when they were growing up, they had they had been been patients there as well. So I wanted to um, 
do what I could to raise money, like how I did last time with um the the animals. What is it? Oh my god, I can't even remember what I did. <laughs> um, who did I save? Who oh yeah, save the animals. Time. <laughs> the World Wildlife Foundation, where you climb the sand tower, and then I did fundraising for the um cancer research, and so now I'm helping sick kids. So. I don't have like a large following base, but I think I have a lot of people that I know um, just from, from being like the work we do, we meet so many people. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, if everyone can give like $5 or whatever they can, if they can, then like we could make a little impact and help another, like whatever we can do for the hospital, we can probably, it'll definitely in fact, in fact, impact another native family so Mm -hmm. i'm like if we all can give like a dollar here and there um that'll be good but the funny thing is um my trainer so i have a personal trainer as you guys know his name is nash and like right away he like donated 20 bucks and i was like woo i'm on my way to my goal and then he's like quay if this weekend if you can do this this and this i'll donate another amount and he's like, and if you can do, and if you can eat properly all weekend, um, just make sure you do that. And I'm like, that'll cost you $5. <laughs> but no, trying to be bribed and motivated to eating well. <laughs> oh, my God. But, but I, um, eating well is like my own thing. But being fit and stuff is like what I'll be bribed for. And then my best friend, Erica, she's like, if you do 60 minutes on the Stairmaster, I'll donate to you. So I have oh to, I know, so I'm going to do it. But the thing is, you have to, you only get 60 minutes at Good Life. So I have to like go there right away, like be in line right away and get in early and then stay till they like kick me off the machine. That's a really good thing that you said about um, like the indigenous families that, that go to sick kids because just knowing how and I'm sure it's the same thing with Sault Ste. Marie like if we don't have those type of services at the hospitals Mm -hmm. that a lot of like the community members would have to be flown to um, sick kids for for their children's health and yeah yeah, like personally I know like uh, one of my sister's children had to go to sick kids like every six months or so Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah so I, I I didn't like connect it that way way and that's really special that I'm so I'm gonna donate <laughs> okay <even laughs> five bucks yeah but I'm gonna put I'm gonna put some fitness thing to it just kidding oh you can if you want anybody <laughs> of our listeners if you want to challenge me to something to donate like do it I'll do it okay that sounds really fun <laughs> so um I want to get into like the whole fitness thing because um seeing Quay posts and everything it's super inspiring and if you've been following along you've been seeing that she's been posting it and then also giving um like her workouts like what she's doing which Mm -hmm. is super awesome so you can join in too um and yeah so I have questions for her um like how because I know like when I I can totally be like so gung-ho on like doing all like doing the whole workout thing eating healthy and then I like have a bag of chips and it's over for me like I and then I won't be going to the gym and I'll be eating whatever I want like how do you stay motivated and I'm sure you've been in those ruts before and how do you get out of those ruts and then stay focused Mm -hmm. 
you're you're like the second person to ask me that because a couple months ago or maybe a year ago <laughs> our friend Monique um or she's on she's on line to Monique Aura she asked me how I stayed motivated and it's just like I told her it's like oh if I get in a rut I just get not not like so simple I just get back out but it's like you get into a rut and you already have gotten out so like you know how to get back up mm-hmm. so it's like this weekend my dad's here and we've gone out to eat pizza but I made sure that we went to Chibo which is like an Italian restaurant and like we had like authentic pizza and I split it and yeah. we walk there and um I like that those kind of things I don't really know why but like reaching a this this sounds silly but reaching like a protein goal mm-hmm. is like motivating for me because like I love to eat so what can I eat that reaches that protein goal it's really hard but um I don't I'm not always motivated there's a lot of times I definitely like wake up and have to push myself to the gym because I try to I try to go and get it out of the way at like um with good life right now you have to book so I try to book it at 7 30 in the morning every time I'll get up I'll walk there and there's certain times when I'm like walking and I'm like I hate my fucking life yeah why am I doing this and I'm like I I have a partner who like loves me for who I am like I don't need to do anything (laughs) but I'm like no like this is for me I like I like being healthy I want to um but also um I've been to, I've seen a traditional healer before and this is kind of what motivates me every time to book my sessions is that he said when I don't do when I'm not active my heart like jams up he's like mm-hmm. when you're not active okay so listeners I'm like putting my hand in my two hands together in a fist and he's like your heart is like this you you are trying so hard to love you're trying so hard to like be so when you're not active it's like this but when you're active it's like free and flowing and like love can go out and come in and like um he said for you quay you have to get active every day and um fitness is like ceremony so you have to spin think of spin like as ceremony think of running as ceremony think of moving and movement as ceremony because you need it and your heart needs it to be well yeah and i and I was like, fuck, shit, if my spirit needs this, I gotta, I gotta give it to him or her, <laughs> to them. <laughs> so I was like, that, that's, that at the bottom of it, that's kind of what motivates me. Also, remember in Legally Blonde, when Elle Woods was like, a woman with endorphins doesn't kill her husband. She just doesn't. <laughs> and so I think I have to get endorphins because then I won't kill people. <laughs> Or like, oh not, my goodness. not kill people, but then like, I won't be like, um, uh, aggressive. I yeah. don't know, because I'm, I'm an Aries, and I like to blame that as why I can be aggressive sometimes. Yeah. Um. Just you like saying that got me thinking about um, like people think that they work out. I think as they get older like more experienced with like health and whatnot before I would think like oh I need to work out to be like uh better physically like you kind of like see yourself but I really think like the bottom layer that you need to tackle is like you need to do it for like mentally 
-hmm. like it's in your head right like oh my god I'm feeling so foggy and I'm not feeling well like exercise is healing Mm -hmm. like and like kind of the benefits are like if I if I was feeling good if I was healthy and I'm I'm good at my I like I'm okay at my weight I wouldn't need anything to change but sometimes I'm not feeling well and that's like in my like I'm mentally not feeling well and just physical exercise would help that and I think that's like a big thing like a different aspect to look at it that like you know like Quay needs it because she needs to think of it as ceremonies like it'll clear her head and it'll make her feel better and like getting everything moving is good mm-hmm. um and then of course we have like those fitness goals too so I'll just go into my next my next question is how do you make realistic goals um <clears throat> so for me I make realistic goals um they're like you know like the smart goals like smart attainable yeah re- whatever realistic and measurable like I'm like I said I like I say all the time and I tell everyone at every chance I'm 5'10 so my body is like naturally different than yours Grace like yeah, yeah. We, I think we have like similar shapes like we have pretty slim arms and legs but like <laughs> we have a short torso wait do you have a short torso because I have like so I think you have a long torso okay but um so realistically I base it on that I'm like my I'm never gonna be I'm never my body will could be but it'll probably realistically never be like 115 that's for people Mm -hmm. who are like five two and so I try to like think realistically like that and then I also think about for me, it's not necessarily about being so slim, like being like not having body fat around my stomach and around my organs is a byproduct of me being strong. My goal is to be strong and have muscles and like have a really um, strong body because I like to think that like our bodies were made our bodies were made for feast and famine but our bodies were also made for like carrying canoes hauling all these berries and stuff and like what what do we do now we like sit around in our houses and like not do what our bodies are made get for Uber so Eats. get Uber Eats. so I'm like okay if I can just go to the gym and lift these weights and like I I'm just um being realistic to what my body was made for so that's why that's how I set my goals yeah no that is I like can totally see like where our daily thing it's even worse now is Mm -hmm. like we would get up and commute to work where we would go and sit and sometimes like move around but mainly like we're organizing things where we're sitting and like we get tired from that but we're like no our bodies are normally like moving all day doing yeah. like hard like our bodies need I think need that mm-hmm. um yeah that's really like I I was thinking about this like I don't know like you knew me before like a mom and I was always like taking selfies and like super confident and it's because I wore a lot of makeup before probably and whatnot but like now I'm like taking selfies I'm like oh like I don't like, I'm not posting that. Or I'm like, and I'm like, why? Why am I not? Like, am I, I'm thinking in my head, like, I don't look like those other girls or like, I don't feel good. But I'm like, I do like, I like, 
there's no one that looks like me, right? Mm-hmm. And that's like a good thing that I'm like, I'm going to post that selfie or I'm going to do this. Like, I'm going to be like, because I, I don't know. I'm always thinking of like the little girls watching us or, yes. you know, like, and Quay, like you need to be like that someone that, um, like you are like healthy and confident and like, you're not like those, like the models that are like, okay, what, like, what work did you get done? Because that's mm-hmm. not realistic for me to get like work done, but like to be healthy. And like, I don't know. I'm just like, I always think of those little girls that are like looking up and like, okay, we, we look like those little girls back at the communities and yeah. they, yeah. You know, like we look like them. <laughs> we do. We look um, like them. Also like, I, okay. You like, Oh, you're so confident with this. And I'm like, okay, but sharing this journey and like sharing my side profile my front profile my back profile like I was not confident in that but the same thing you had said where like there's these young girls who might follow us or these young girls who might see us and they have bodies like us like a body that was like built to to build a teepee or you have a body that was built to carry a canoe and exactly there's not anything right now in the industry really that replicates that like mm-hmm. there's oh there's a lot of like really fit native chicks but they're all like five three they're all like so yeah. small and I'm like you guys are so fit that's so great but what about these girls who are like six foot are like five eight like what about them and who do they have to look at as a comparison because like when I look at fitness girls there's nobody five ten I can only find like five five girls so I'm trying to do that but also I'm like if it was because of them I'm like okay like I'll I'll show I'll show my goods (laughs) I'll let you guys take but that's like that's so like brave of you but like your it's because you don't have anyone to look up to, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, you're comparing yourselves to these other people that don't have your body type. Mm-hmm. So, like, I applaud you for doing that because I'm also in the same boat, too. Like, we have different body types, and but also similar, but have gone through a different journey. Like, I, I look up to this one podcaster um, and, like, blogger and whatnot, the, you know, the bird's papaya, because she is all about, like, embracing your um stretch marks and everything and like everything with bearing children and like the only difference is that like we're not from similar backgrounds like Mm -hmm. she's got a different body type than I do but we've been through the same journey so then now I'm like now I gotta show all the indigenous community my stretch marks (laughs) just kidding (laughs) all of a sudden there's a bikini pick of grace (laughs) you're like here I am (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey if it's gotta happen it's gonna happen yeah <laughs> preparing everybody if the people want to see it you got to give them what they want yeah. <laughs> but no it's true like I want because I I know a lot of people go through you know um like changes to their body after having a baby and my yeah. body did not go back to normal or <laughs> no this is my new normal I mean um <laughs> I like what you say that though. It didn't bounce back and and are like my body's just totally different now. And I also think I do have that PCOS, the polycystic ovarian syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um just 
even my doctor thinks I do, even though none of them, like, have said it. So I've just started looking up things. I'm like, there is really no, like, treatment other than just, like, diet and whatnot. So so I'm kind of, I'm going to be starting, like, I mean, September is a fresh start for everything. Um, with school, with work, with any, everything. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to start, start my healthy eating. And I think like, I love to cook way and like, mm-hmm. it'd be really awesome if I can, um, I'm just like adding more, adding more to my plate, but you know, <laughs> like I want to like get really creative with meals and yeah. I've done that in the past. It'd be really awesome to share those meals. And then you like are the fitness side of it. Like that'd oh, be yeah. really like Let's awesome. But I have one more question. Um, So I know a lot of people like you have personal trainer and people may think like, Oh, I don't need a personal trainer because there's um, I can look online for workouts or I can go with a friend. So what is like your reasoning to have personal trainer and like the pros and cons? Cause you've had, you've had one and you haven't. So tell me. Okay. So um, I'll tell you my my starting off with a personal trainer. When I was 27, I started off with Nash, the same trainer I have now. He was or 26. No, 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 no. I, I had just turned 27, so 27. <laughs> I had just turned 27. I weighed 245, and I my mom had just passed away. I was still in a relationship that I didn't like at the time, and like I couldn't figure out how to get out of. Um, mm-hmm. So I had just made the decision, I think, at that time. Oh, during my personal training, I had made the decision I need to go home and, like, be with my mm-hmm. family. Yeah. But I had started with him because I was an athlete like you. We played mm-hmm. varsity sports. We, at that time, we could lift whatever we wanted. We could run however far we wanted. We could, like, play till, like, we couldn't play anymore. And then I could eat whatever I wanted. So then after that, I was... I moved to Toronto and like I was still going to the gym still being fit still eating whatever I wanted but then um I got into a relationship my mom had passed and I like hit my max was 245 so I was like okay well 245 I told myself in my head if I can't get it under control by 24 and I hit 245 I need to do something Mm -hmm. so then when that number popped up on my scale I'm like oh my fuck here I go and so I went back to the gym. I, like, didn't know what I was doing anymore because I'd been out of it for so long. And then it was, like, um, what's the word? Serendipity or divine something. It's, like, the first day I went back to the gym, I, like, bumped into Nash, who was such a great person um, because I knew him from Humber. So he is a Humber and a Guelph Humber grad, I'm pretty sure, in kin in fitness and health promotion. So, like, super knowledgeable. And he had, it was, like, his first day at Good Life as a trainer. And I'm like, fucking sign me up. And yeah. I didn't have – so I budget my money based on my income. I budget my rent. I budget my food. And I was like, okay, this personal training is going to cost a lot, um, but – I have to fix it in my budget because I can't keep living like this. I can't keep living. My mom had told me something too that um, when you're 25 to 30, the being in control of your weight and having a good weight at that time of not a lot of fat around your organs will help you as you get older. Mm-hmm. And so at 27, I'm like, fuck, I'm 245. <laughs> my, my natural playing weight is 180. Um, 
what the hell? Like, I have so much vascular fat around my organs. I'm not going to be healthy when I'm 40. So then that also kicked me into year two. Um, so I budgeted my trainer and I found that it was worth it. Over that time, I got down to 220. Uh, over four months, I got down to 220 and then I moved home. Um, so now it's however many years later. And again, I was doing good. Um, I was getting in the gym, but I was losing my motivation. Like I wasn't, I didn't have a drive anymore and I mm-hmm. couldn't, um, it was right before COVID and I couldn't like lift as much as I was used to. And that was bumming me out. So then COVID happened and I started running or before COVID happened, it was kind of like a serendipity moment again. So Nash had just moved to, um, the Young and Bloor location cause he was out in Brampton and like, I was looking for one of our coworkers, Lenny, and I had, like, turned around, and he was, like, right there, and we, like, screamed at each other, because he's very, like, loud like me, so we screamed at each other, and I was like, oh, my God, sign me up, like, I'm yeah. in, um, and at that time, too, I'm like, okay, well, I don't have a lot of money, like, I, I have to budget everything to survive, I can't, I, I'm going to figure it out. If I have to get a side job, I will. Um, but then COVID happened. So um, this summer when I first started again, I like figured out my finances. I like set myself up where I could um, I could do it. I can't mm-hmm. do as much um, crazy things like traveling anymore. But I'm doing it. It's worth it. Um, I, like, I like think of it as basically I'm paying somebody to be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> But he, I'm paying him to, to like, push me because yeah. when I'm in the gym on my own, like, I want muscle mass. When I'm in the gym on my own, I'm, I don't, I'm like, oh, it hurts at 10 reps and, like, I'm going to stop. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I can't push myself. And we've been, I like to think that, like, since we've been athletes, I'm trained to just go, go, go when someone tells me to. So, Whenever I'm, like, done my lunges, he's like, okay, shoulder press, go. I'm like, okay. And then he's like, you need four more. And then I'm dying. He's like, no, you need to give me three more. And he's like, no, last one. And then he's like, okay, lunges again, go. So he's, like, pushing me through it. And that is what I'm paying for. I'm also paying for. (laughs) He checks up on me all the time with my food. Um, Every so often, he'll be like, hey, how are you eating today? And then he'll, like, remind me, like, try eating, like, high-volume vegetables and, like, um, just it's okay if you want a snack. Just make sure you stay under your calories and stuff like that. So that's the kind of stuff I'm paying for. And some people can do that with coaches, like, virtual coaches. But that doesn't work for me. I need, like, somebody in person that I'm going to see on me. Yeah. Yeah. So it's worth it. And you can figure it out. You can budget it in. I really believe that you can because at the end of the day, you're investing in yourself. You're investing in your healthy body. I'm 31 now, but at that time, I had invested in lowering the vascular fat around my organs so that when I'm 40, I'll be healthy or I'll be okay. healthier, hopefully. Okay. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> so that it's just an investment in myself, really. And that's um, you could you could you could make it work. It's worth it. Aww. That's really awesome, Clay. And, like, for people, like, I really am, like, motivated by Clay. Um, and it's it's probably, like, 
motivating for Quay to hear that I'm motivated by her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking for Quay, it's like, no, not. But, no, um, it is. But yeah, like I'm, um, I think that was like really great for all the listeners to hear um, mm-hmm. because it's something that I hope to get back on track now that like summer's over and I just kind of, what's frustrating for me is that all summer, I was like, at the beginning of summer, I was like strict, 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 was eating omelets every morning and <laughs> cut out dairy and all this stuff. And then when I went to Thunder Bay, I was like, I had people cook for me and I like wasn't going to be picky. And yeah. I was like, whatever, I'm going to eat whatever I want. I'm going to drink mm-hmm. like my pop in the evening. And, and I came home and I'm like the same weight. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, I thought that all of that, I would have been like more. And I'm like, well... I'm like, I'm, I'm going through a loop. I'm like, do I just, I'm like, as hard as I push myself, I'm like, I don't lose weight. And then if I just like, let myself go, I'm still at the same weight. So I'm like, there's, that's another like thing in my head that I need to like get through. Cause I'm like, well, I could just do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I, I understand what you mean about the loop and stuff. And it's like, Okay, when we go home, though, when we go home and hang out with our family, like, it is really important to, like, be, to give ourselves a break. So you gave yourself a break, and that's really good. So don't be too hard on yourself on that. Yeah. Um, like, our families love us so much, and they're just trying to feed us. Yeah. I think, too, like, feeding a lot of people, it's more like, I just want to get, like, these people fed. And yeah. it, it's not so much like, oh, okay, here's, like, the protein, here's this, here's that, like, it's like our families are just like here's a plate of food that's gonna make you full Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, at least that's what I try to think when I'm feeding like all these kids I'm like okay let's get them full before we go out and they're not gonna ask (laughs) for all all this food (laughs) yeah um so yeah that I think that wraps up our episode if there's anything about fitness or about our lives or about how we feed a big family of boys (laughs) let us know because yeah boys can do um, at a house and home <laughs> I also want to like tell everyone if you got kids that are starting school this week or you're preparing mm-hmm. like I know it's like a huge debate people are like are you sending your kids are you not like you're doing a decision based on what works for you so don't feel bad and you know like people got to work and um but it's also good to like I understand people are choosing to keep their kids home. So it's a big like transitional week and whatever you're doing this week and you're listening to us, you know, like you'll get through it and mm-hmm. it's a long weekend. So if you're listening to this on the Monday of Labor Day, if you're listening to this on Monday, Monday, turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> turn, turn it up. We know you're not at work. <laughs> we know you're not. okay but uh, I'll let Grace sign off for us and but like she said if you are debating about your kids going to school man just do you just do you and wash your hands that's for you yeah yeah and that's how we'll sign off wash your hands oh and toodaloo So your podcast, Andy's, know that life can be tough. And we want to end our episode with promoting the Hope for Wellness talk line. The Hope for Wellness um, helpline offers immediate help to all Indigenous people across Canada. It is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week to offer counseling and crisis intervention. Life can be tough, 
and we've all been there. So call the toll-free helpline at 1-855-242-3310 or connect online to their chat at hopeforwellness.ca. And remember that your podcast aunties love you.